Virgil, I'll start with you on this one. Why did the Great Society programs of the 1960s, here's a quote of describing what those were, uh, ambitious series of policy initiatives, legislation, and programs spearheaded by President Lyndon Johnson with the main goals of ending poverty, reducing crime, and abolishing inequality. Why didn't the solutions, the policies instituted back then, why hasn't that moved the dial on some of these these maladies that people see within the black community? Again, it goes back to what we talked about, about, about earlier. When you've misdiagnosed the disease, the cure that you're going to prescribe is not in, in and of itself helpful. We've got the history about L- Lyndon Baines Johnson. We, he, he, he was definitely no, no friend of, of the quote-unquote African-American community. The kinds of things that he stated, the kinds of things that he said were all in an effort to ensure that, that black communities, and he did a great job, that black communities would be voting Democrat for the rest of their lives. That was his whole point. His whole point was that he would have black folks, and he, he didn't use that word. <laughs> he said he, he would have black folks voting Democrat for the next 200 years, and he knew that the way to do that was to go about providing some of these quote-unquote solutions. His efforts weren't benevolent by any stretch of the imagination. They had in, in and of themselves the promotion of his own cause. His own It was to his own benefit and to his party's benefit for years to come. We actually did, did an entire episode about the issue of socialism, which, which unfortunately we're seeing more and more blacks who, who lean in, in leftist ways, uh, economically speaking and otherwise. These programs weren't designed to help. Uh, that's why we're finding that they don't help because they've never identified, they've, they've misidentified what the cause is. And so therefore they're going to prescribe the absolute wrong cure. Daryl, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I'll just add a couple of things. A lot of that buys into a misunderstanding of what the role of government is. We have such a, a maternalistic or paternalistic view, if you will, of government that Government exists to provide for us from cradle to grave. We just have this, and, and to put a theological spin on it, we have gained this visage somehow, somewhere, that there should be no suffering in this world. You can't get more antithetical to what the Bible teaches about this world than to believe that there should be no suffering. I mean, if, if Jesus taught nothing else outside of the fact that you need to repent of your sins, he taught that in this world you will have suffering. Uh, and, and that suffering is a result of this world being cursed by sin. We're starting to sound redundant here, but but everything comes back to the sin issue. Every single thing comes back to the sin issue. You used the word malady earlier, David, and I think, you know, to answer the question about why these quote-unquote programs haven't moved the dial, it's because these aren't maladies. They're not maladies. These are situations that are the result of the biblical principle of reaping and sowing. This is what happens in a world that is engulfed in sin. You get where we make wrong decisions, we make sinful decisions, we don't apply biblical principles to how we handle our money, we don't apply biblical precepts to how we handle our marriage relationships. We don't apply biblical precepts to how we raise our children, how we operate on the job, how we uh, conduct ourselves within the ecclesiastical body, the church. I could go on and on. So a lot of this can be attributable to just God's principle, universal principle, applies to every person on this planet, that you reap what you sow. 
But we've inverted that so that we look to government to remedy what God's universal principles are supposed to bring about. Mm 